and welcome to Reality Roots with me, your host back again, Hillary. It's me. I'm sorry if there's buzzing. Uh, I finally found time to do this. I'm really excited. I was sitting down. I was literally my button, my button, my finger was about to hit the record and then my partner started <laughs> messaging me. So my phone keeps buzzing. I'm sorry. I guess I could put it on airplane mode, but he's out of the country right now. So I don't want to miss any of the messages. I just, uh, just a heads up. There might be a couple buzzes and I do apologize. You know, I think I worry too much sometimes about the little like background noises. As a podcaster, it's like the worst feeling when you're editing and then you hear all this random shit, but I know when I listen to podcasts, I hear them, but they don't bother me. I don't know. I Some people are more sensitive than others. Anyway, blanket apology for any random noise you might ever hear or have heard from me. Is that a good way to start the episode? I'm glad you're here. Thank you for listening. This week, we're back with Ricky Lake. We're jumping right into the the political correctness pool massacre. I don't know what I, it's, it's another case of like, it's, it's good what you're saying, but you aren't all the way there. You are still 30 years ago, so it's not all perfect. And as usual, I have some hot takes that will probably be wildly unpopular, but they're my takes, guys, so I can't, because I am who I am. Ricky Lake, you're too fat to be my friend. There were capitalizations in the title, I noticed, and an exclamation mark. Still have yet to see the title of an episode, of any any daytime talk show episode that doesn't have an exclamation mark in it somewhere. Ricky looks young and hot with a Thick an eyeliner as anyone could get away with. It looks okay, but it was a lot. It was I mean, it was a lot of eyeliner. It was the most amount of eyeliner you could wear without looking like a crazy person. She looked fine, but there was a lot of it. We have her, I think it's, a, I don't want to say original, but it's like the earlier opening montage where she's your gal pal Ricky. There's shots of her. She's got a couple of fashion moments in there. Ricky starts by saying that we all, including herself, face the battle of the bulge. And that being said, I'm pretty sure this is pre-pregnancy Ricky. So the battle's going to get worse, girl. Ricky's wearing a cute red dress. She looked really cute. She looked, it was a real Monica-type outfit. Ricky and Monica, of course, I just assume that when I say Monica, you all know that I mean Monica from Friends, obviously. She has kind of a Monica look, right? Because she has like short, dark hair and she has kind of a similar face to Courtney. Not the same, but like moderately similar, I I think, to Courtney Cox Arquette. I wouldn't mistake them, but I, if you told me they were sisters, I might believe that. Or cousins, second cousins. <laughs> They're in the same family, okay? Uh, she's wearing a real Monica kind of outfit too. It's like this really, really cute red dress with black tights. The dress is the right length, unlike I've seen Ricky dressed in other episodes. The black tights look really good with it. And not black, not 
opaque black, but like that sheer black type. And she's got a big black blazer on. She looks cute. She's looking snatched, but still in kind of a gal pal sort of way. And then when she turned, I spy a butterfly clip in her hair, like the flat kind, not I why is it that as much as butterfly clips are a real touchstone for anyone who grew up in the 90s in my head there's two versions of a but like there's two things that I would call a butterfly clip and I don't know what other people think or what other people think of as a butterfly clip this butterfly clip that Ricky has is like the flat one that um you know kind of snaps open and you put it in your hair kind of like a paper clip but then you snap it back down in it and it holds that's what ricky has at a different point in the 90s there were uh i want to say the brady spears i don't even yeah the britney spears butterfly clips they were more they were smaller they were more like something you'd pinch open and then put it you'd like oh my god this is so stupid as i describe it you'd like twist little bits of your hair usually on the top and then you would like unpinch the clip so that it would hold. I hope that makes sense. The The second ones, the little pinchy ones, looked like butterflies, a lot of them. Like, they were designed, like, to look like a butterfly. The other ones bear no resemblance to a butterfly, other than, I guess, maybe, no. Mm, I think you could maybe say that it was, like, the shape of a butterfly wing. But was it? No. I don't know why they call it. The 90s was weird, okay? If you weren't there, just be aware that it was a weird time and I don't have answers for why there's two types of butterfly clips and they were both equally important. Like, it's not just like, oh, there was one and then the other one that nobody cared about. Like, they were both equally important fashion statements. I think at almost the same time. So it's weird that we called them the same thing. Again, maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe one of them has a different name, but... Okay, now I've spent five minutes talking about butterfly clips. Sorry. Ricky asks, would you dump your best friend because you think she weighs too much? (laughs) Okay, I didn't write them verbatim. I wrote a lot of this verbatim, but I didn't. But when, not this part, um, I didn't write this part. But Ricky has a real setup (laughs) where when she's introducing guests, she's like, this is a made up one. This isn't what she said word for word. But it's like, it's, it's something like, Friends are friends through thick and thin, but what if your friend said you were too fat to be friends anymore? Meet Vicky, who says that. (laughs) She's really, this is the most on the attack that I've ever seen Ricky, like she was giving me shades of Jenny Jones. At one point I thought maybe Jenny Jones might have swapped bodies briefly and become Ricky Lake which is weird they're very different people like Jenny Jones has a real mean girl vibe and Ricky Lake has a real gal pal vibe but we saw I don't even know I can't even call it gal pal because or I can't even call it mean girl because I think she was trying to stand up for people but she got a bit pointed her tone was very pointed at points so first up Vicky Vicky wants to give her friend Diane an ultimatum. Diane weighs 280 pounds. Let me tell you, if I've learned anything from the show Ultimatum, it's that ultimatums are basically the last and final gunshot to any relationship. 
you're not on a great track if ultimatums are coming up because it's not a good commute. It's not communication, right? Relationship. Oh gosh. I, I want to sound so lame. Relationships are about communication. And if you're resorting to ultimatums, then you're probably not communicating as well as you need to, to resolve the issues between you. Vicky has super ugly hair. It looks like her bangs were cut by a part-time dog groomer with dull scissors. The rest of which is weird because the rest of her hair looks fine. Like I think it's like flat. It looks like it's been straightened. It the color's fine. But the bangs were horrific. I don't know who cut those, but they should I maybe not go to jail, but they should at least be fined money for making her look that bad on TV and now on YouTube forever. I think she's wearing makeup, but it's not enough makeup. (laughs) Real fine line for makeup. She could put more on. I think it would help her. Her blouse is fine, I guess. There's like, usually I like this pattern. Maybe I just don't like Vicky. I I didn't feel like the outfit as a whole like fit her body very well, but normally I'm a real sucker for the tiny like navy blue polka dots on white and then her skirt was the um the opposite. So it was a navy blue skirt with tiny white polka dots. Normally I'm a real sucker for that, but uh I didn't like it. It didn't look good. We see Diane who's standing backstage and she doesn't look too 80. If you, the best, if you're picturing Diane, I want you to picture Janelle from Sister Wives. She's about that size. I, I mean, I guess if you'll recall as trainer Bill from Sister Wives shouted out to the world, Janelle at that point weighed 272, 274. I think it was one of those. And she looks smaller than Janelle. I mean, she's 280, so maybe she's a little bit taller. I think Janelle Brown is short, but I they're not they're comparable. Like they're they're in the same uh boat. They're in the same BMI range, I would say. Diane's hair is ugly in a different way. And she's wearing a vest that's made out of horrible, ugly grandma couch material. But she has a really nice smile and she looks really friendly and nice. And just from, I don't know why, you could just see from her face. Like it was like, oh, that's a nice lady. I don't, she's not a mo- she's not Kate Moss. Like <laughs> she doesn't need to be. She just looks so nice and friendly. And if I had a problem, I think I would feel comfortable asking her. I don't know her. If I if I was on the street and I needed to know what time it was, she would be someone I would feel comfortable approaching and I would ask her the time and I think we'd have a lovely conversation and maybe even go for coffee after. She just looks so nice. Ricky, kind of sorry, I should bury the lead on this, but just so you know, the, this episode we have obviously Ricky Lake, whose name is Ricky. This is Vicky that we're talking to now. And later on, we're going to meet Nikki. And that's rude of you, Ricky. I I guess you weren't thinking of me taking notes for my podcast when you decided to have Vicky and Nikki on the Ricky Lake show. 
Ricky asks Vicky why she wants to end this friendship. Vicky says, I'm embarrassed to go anywhere with her. She goes to the beach and she thinks she's just got it going on at the beach. And she don't. We go dancing and after a few drinks, she gets out there and she thinks she's got it all. And I'm embarrassed. Hey, if I didn't already think that Diane was a good time, now I definitely think Diane's a good time. She sounds like a good time. Ricky asks Vicky, like, how is this a reflection on you, though? If Diane has a positive self-image, shouldn't that be helpful to you? Which I didn't... Un- I, I don't... Sometimes I, I think Ricky is on the right track. It's just things that she says, I'm like... What? It's like hard to follow. I don't, if Diane, I mean, if your friends have positive self-images, I guess that encourages you to have a positive self-image as well. Sure. Vicky says, well, to a, yeah, to a degree. I am embarrassed when people make comments. Ricky asks if she thinks, like if, Ricky asks Vicky if she thinks that dumping Diane as a friend is going to make Diane lose weight. Vicky says, well, I don't know if that will, but I'm hoping it'll do something. Ricky in full bitch face, in the bitchiest tone of voice you could imagine. She says, oh, so you're doing this for her own good? Vicky's like, yeah. Ricky asks how long they've been friends. Vicky says 10 years. Let's meet Diane who walks out to that frenetic MIDI player version of the Ricky Lake theme song. Ricky says that we, by which she means her in the audience, are all in shock because Diana is a very attractive woman. And Diana's pretty. It's hard to call someone who's wearing couch fabric as a vest attractive. I'm going to take it to me and attractive like the way that I felt that Diane was approachable and friendly and would be a good time. Like I think her personality is very attractive. I think she's very nice if she's happy. I don't think she needs to change a goddamn thing about herself. I feel like it might be going a bit far if everyone was attractive. If I, if I said she was attractive and then you saw a picture, I think you'd be like, mm, I feel misled. <laughs> but it's fine. She is attractive. Like her personality is very attractive for sure. And isn't that half the battle? The audience cheers wildly for Diane. So already we are probably like one minute and 47 seconds into this 47 minute episode or whatever it was, 42 minute episode. And Ricky is pissed. Like, Ricky, I know already what side of this argument Ricky is going to fall on. I know already what side of the argument her audience is going to fall on because they can't contain their disdain for Vicky at all. Diane says, I can't believe you want to end a 10-year relationship with me because I gain a few pounds. I've been heavy my whole life. Yeah, I did lose weight at one point. Then I gained it back. What are you going to do? Vicky's like, that's no excuse, Diane. You were down to 170. Diane's like, yeah, but you're trying to control my life and you got to get your life under control. Vicky, we learn this. I do remember this from previous Ricky Lake that I covered. Ricky loves to put, or her, not her personally, but her team loves to put up the little summary of person in the corner which is age occupation state 
So we have Vicky, 34, Secretary, California. That bummed me out because Vicky then would be a year younger than I am now. And she looks, I think she looks older than me. I think she looks at least 40. But again, everybody in the 90s looked like 5 to 10 years older than their stated age. So maybe everyone just lied about their age in the 90s. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Ricky says, Diane, you say it's no excuse, but why does she even have to make excuses to you? You're her friend. You're supposed to stand by her through thick and thin, no matter what she weighs. Yeah. Vicky's like, you know, I love her and she's a good person. (laughs) Ricky is like talking over Diane. She's like, well, you sure have a funny way of showing it. That was for, you know, I love her. And she's like, well, you sure have a funny way of showing it. But then Vicky kept talking. So... Vicky's like, but her weight is a problem. And then a gorgeous audience member who I could not even, I had to watch it a bunch of times to write what she wrote because she was so beautiful. She turns to, I don't know, someone and she said, this is my best friend and she just lost 60 pounds and I was friends with her before she lost weight and I'm still friends with her now and I would never make her feel uncomfortable. She says she used to have to beg her friend to come out with me and now she's coming out with me without you know she's more willing to come out with me now that she feels better about herself and it's so fun and I was like well that sounds like a different situation though because your friend wanted to lose weight so that's that's kind of different Ricky asks this beauty queen if she feels threatened now that her friend lost weight and she's like no like she's my friend it's not a competition which like I said I can tell what side Ricky's on but you can't push points that aren't coming up like nobody's nobody thinks that what who cares like did anybody say that Vicky was going to feel threatened by Diane losing weight and then wouldn't that be a reason for her to not want her to lose weight then she would just want her to be fat. It didn't, it doesn't connect, Ricky. <laughs> She's too right. She's too pleased with herself. Uh, young 90s Juliet Lewis lookalike. I'm not one really her. She looked a lot like her. In a long sleeve white crop top. <laughs> she has terrible hair extensions. She says, well, what if you lost your arm and Diane said she couldn't be friends anymore because you're missing your arm? Vicky's like, we're not talking about arms, though. We're talking about weight. (laughs) That's a different situation. And Juliette Lewis says, but she changed. What happens if she changed? She's still the same person. And Ricky kind of helps this girl out by being like, so you're saying she's still the same person on the inside? And she's like, yeah, but why is it affecting your life? And Vicky says, because I'm embarrassed to go out with her. Ricky asks Vicky if Diane's been a good friend to her. And Vicky tells us that Diane's been a wonderful friend, that she's helped her through a lot of things in her life. But she says she knows that Diane can lose the weight. An audience member who is in a Canadian tuxedo, and she looks great, and I'm not... Mm, she, I, I'm not, she looks great. She's given me a bit of a lesbian vibe, which is fine. She says, okay, y'all look the same size to me. 
boat? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what am I looking at? Make this make sense. They both, like, stand up and spin and give us a look, I guess, of what they're working with. Diane is bigger than Vicky, but Vicky is no Kate Moss. She's probably, I would say, if... Mm, if Diane was, what was it, 220? I don't know. I don't imagine Vicky weighs less than 180 for sure. Diane doesn't look like she weighs 280 pounds. Did I say 280 and then I said she was the same weight as Janelle? No, Janelle was like 242. I don't know. Well, that's why this is all stupid <laughs> because... That is such a relative term. Uh, the audience member's like, yeah, okay, maybe you weigh like 50 pounds less than her, but I think you should just both go on a diet together and then maybe you could stay friends. Which is <laughs> true. I'm, I'm sorry, I already apologized about the noises and the weird noises, but my nails are really long right now and it keeps clicking on my iPad and I am sorry about that. I already issued a blanket apology, so we'll just slip this in as like a little addendum. Now, a different audience member says, well, she might be heavier, but she has a better attitude. I'd rather be your friend than yours. <laughs> it's true. Same. Yeah, no, if we're, if we're picking friends out of these two, I'm going with Diane all the way. Tashag team, Diane. The audience is really starting to lose their minds. <laughs> They're getting pissed at Vicky. Ricky says, Diane, I'm concerned. I mean, this has been a good friend to you. This must really hurt your feelings. Diane says, yeah, well, it hurts my feeling, my feelings. I've helped her through a lot of problems. You know, she's had drug problems. She's trying to get her own life under control, and now she's trying to control everyone else's life. So much to say about that. I think that's common <laughs> in addiction recovery. Any recovery, even when you're... You know, like when you're getting divorced and then suddenly other people come to you with relationship problems and you're like, have you considered divorce? Like, but it's like, just because it was right for you doesn't make it right for everyone. And you don't, I don't know, I guess, I don't know if it's different, but it feels like the same energy of like, I'm starting to get my life under control and now I have to exert that same control over everybody else's life. Like, you don't have to do that. You could just be grateful she was a good friend to you. Here's the thing. We see now Diane's little stat card, and it is 41 years old, operator, California, which makes Diane like eight years older than, no, makes, yes, makes Diane like eight years older than Vicky. It's a bit of an age gap. I know it doesn't, it obviously doesn't matter as much when you get older. That's fine. I, I don't know. That's a bigger age gap than I have with my friends. I just feel like, okay, if I, so 27, if somebody was 27 and they were my friend, which I don't think I have any 27 year old friends at this point, but if I did and they were like, you have to fix your life or I'm going to cut you off. I can't imagine responding any other way than being like, Oh, okay. Bye. Like, <laughs> what do you know? Like, I, okay. Just, I don't know. The age thing really like made a big difference to me in the situation where I was like, I don't think Diane really cares about this all that much. 
uh, operator too. It said 41 years old operator of what? Operator of what? Like heavy equipment operator? Phone operator? I want more. <laughs> I want more information that is too vague. Ricky now asks Vicky, well, you say you love her unconditionally, except for her weight. And Vicky says, I didn't say that. I said, I know she can lose the weight. Now, Vicky accuses Diane of joining a gym like seven months ago, and she's only been one time. So Diane is just like every other human who has ever joined a gym, I guess. I <laughs> Has anyone ever joined a gym and gone more than, say, five times? some people crazy people I don't know Diane laughs through that one because she knows <laughs> she knows <laughs> not news to her she's 41 Diane insists that she knows Vicky can do it and Ricky points out to her that she has to want to do it for herself it's not about knowing she, like no you can't make someone do it an audience member says to design, to Diane, basically cut bait. You don't need her. Get better friends. <laughs> she sucks. Diane says, well, she's been a really good friend. It's just this weight thing. You know, I don't want to go dancing with her. I don't want to embarrass her. But if something happens in the middle of the night, I can call her. She'll be there. And then Vicky also clarifies that she's not embarrassed of Diane. She's embarrassed of the crude comments people make about Diane, I guess, within earshot. Ricky says, but then you should just be with her and stick with her when these comments are made. You shouldn't be the one ditching her because of it. And I think Vicky shouts that she tries to defend Diane from the comments, but there's a lot of audience cheering. Again, Diane just looks too mature to give any fucks about this. She's fine. Like, she's fine. Ricky says... So you say it's not your job to defend her, but also it shouldn't be your job to leave her when you, she needs you. You had a drug problem and she helped you and now you're giving up on her. The audience, oh no, a new audience. There's like a million, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky throws to an audience question every three and a half seconds. Like, I think every time Ricky speaks, she feels like she has to give an audience member the mic and give somebody else the opportunity to speak. Sometimes I really don't know how Ricky Lake got her own show. Of all the people that are uh, hosts, I I don't know how she got here. An audience, a, di a different audience person, I guess, tells Diane that she's, she, she's like, you're a happy person. And then she says to Vicky that she hasn't been a good friend. Diane says, no, the audience person's like, you don't need her. If she's embarrassed, that's her problem. You shouldn't need to change your outlook to not embarrass her. And then Ricky jumps in again on like the tail end of that to say that Diane is beautiful. Again, love Diane. I don't know if beautiful. I mean, we're all, every, every human is beautiful in that sense. An audience member, this is rude because we are talking about people's weight, you know, for the, uh, for this and how it's shitty to be shitty to people that are overweight but I have to say that this audience person was wearing like a tent in a royal blue color it was just it was a lot of blue I'm I like it when people wear blue it was a lot of blue on the screen real estate wise they asked Diane 
if she actually wants to lose the weight. And Diane's like, well, sometimes. I just have a busy life. I have other things going on. It's just not like a priority. So then they turn to Vicky and say, well, why don't you try encouraging her instead of encouraging her? Discouraging her. (laughs) Vicky says that she does. Like she wants to go to the gym with Diane and she's willing to help. But when, like, what can she do when Diane just goes to the store and only buys sweet stuff? And then <laughs> Vicky says, I eat junk food with her too. I blame her for the my weight gain. I've gained like 40 pounds. Um, not, okay. <laughs> no, that was problematic. Ricky wraps it up and <laughs> says, well, hopefully we can figure out a way for them to work on this together. And then there's like a preview. Oh, then we go to commercial. But on the way out, we see this preview for some future, not future show. It's like a call out for guests one. And it says, I want you to meet the person I've been cheating on you with! Exclamation mark. And I was like, that's a show I want to see. Who thought that was a good idea? That seems crazy. That seems like drama in a can. And then for all of the commercials on this episode, I think it's when we come back, we get this weird interstitial kind of thing. It brought to mind Golden Girls. I, it was a real floral background, like maybe all plants, but on a balcony, like the, um, I don't, I'm not a photographer, but like some of the plants were really in the foreground and there were more in the background. And at first I thought it was flowers, and then I was like, are they just plants? It was was kind of confusing to look at, but it sort of gave me a feeling of Golden Girls. And I think the music, too. It was weird, soft piano music with it. And they'll put up, well, the first screen says, Ricky Lake friendship quote. (laughs) We get a bunch of friendship quotes. And I wrote them all down, but now I don't think I'm going to say them because they were all really stupid. I'll say the first one. They're all... Just repeat this part for everything, basically. It's not, but it is. It says, one friend in a life... Oh, sorry, I have to do the voice because the voice was like that fake robot instructional lady voice. Very, very popular in the 90s. I'll try to do my best here. Give me a sec. One friend in a lifetime is much. Two are many. Three are hardly possible. And that is from Henry Adams, who they list as an American writer. And I did not feel like I've heard of Henry Adams. Couldn't tell you what he wrote. Don't care to look it up. Up next, we have Nikki, who says her friend Tiffany eats too much. Nikki has kind of a fancy sweatshirt kind of thing. Like a sweatshirt, like athletic sweatshirt. It actually kind of looked like a university athletic sweatshirt, but it had a bit of a bejeweled collar. And the lettering on the front was sort of pretty, like in a floral print or something like that. The The sweatshirt itself is royal purple. Her hair is up in an updo with one swoopy bang and a squiggle? <laughs> Never seen a squiggle like that. So it's an updo, right? Fun, the swoopy bang, all that. And then if you took a piece at the front, I guess at the, I don't know, jeez, I have no idea where that hair came from, but from somewhere on the top of your head, and you rolled it into like a pencil shape, probably about the thickness of a pencil, and then sort of like, 
trying to put it up to the top of the bun from the front of your hair, but kind of give it a couple swoopies on the way. It almost kind of looked like a triangle made of loops almost, but it was headed up <laughs> to the top of the bun area. It was interesting. I, it was interesting. It was, it was a moment. Tiffany, we see backstage. She, she does look large. Like Diane looked like a regular 41 year old, I would say. Tiffany, it's, I think she's, oh, well, I think we say that at some point, but I think she's over 300 pounds and she is wearing, I don't know, kind of like an orangey brown. It's more brown than orange, but on the orange side of brown, a top and matching pants. And her hair is also in an updo, but no squiggle. No squiggle for Tiffany. When she comes out later and she turns to the side, I see that she has some kind of a low ponytail situation. It's wound really tight somehow and maybe doubled back on itself. And it kind of looks like a poop coming out from the back of her head. Nikki, Ricky, Vicky and Nikki. Nikki says she's a good friend and all, but she eats too much. And she tells everybody about this one time. They keep saying tracker or tractor, but it sounds like a, it doesn't sound like a tractor. It sounds like a full vehicle from what they say later, but she, they were in some kind of vehicle and she broke the seat. And she also says that one time they were at Nikki's mother's house and they were in chairs like Ricky has, which are, I don't know, nondescript chairs, but they have arms on the side and she got stuck. So Nikki says, basically, I want her to lose weight. And Ricky says, well, it sounds like you don't just want her to lose the weight. You want her out of your life. <laughs> Is that what she said? When did she say that? Nikki says, well, she needs to lose weight health-wise too. And Ricky like claps back. She's like, oh, so now it's about her health. So now it's not about being embarrassed anymore, I guess. Now it's about her health. Jesus Christ, that's where I was like, Je Jenny? Jenny, is that you? Jenny. Nikki, oh, we got her little screen here. 19 years old, at-home mom, Illinois. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of young. Okay. 19, <laughs> they seem young. Nikki says, yes, truly, her weight is overworking her heart to me. And this is where I have a bit of, okay, but it's not a hot take because I kind of said this or something a little bit similar last week as well. Tiffany does look to be at a, at a weight that is going to have implications for her health. I don't think that the solution is to stop being her friend. But I do agree that she should probably, for her own benefit, lose weight. Again, I guess you just, you can't push it. And when it's your friends, like, friends make bad decisions and you just have to, you know, you can't, you know, if, if I stopped being friends with everyone who made a bad choice, I would have no friends. Like, everybody makes bad choices. You can still stay friends with them and just be there for them and try to give them advice as best as you can. Like, that's not the way to go about it. But... It, it would be in Tiffany's best interest for her health and her happiness to to try to lose the weight, I think. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about it. I just, it's, 
like, okay, and now we're going back two weeks, but remember there was that guy who was, he was overweight and he was like, oh, things you can't change about me. Like I'm black or I'm overweight. And I was like, no, like one of those things is not like the other. You can't change that you're black. You, you could change your weight though. Like that is, that should be under your sphere of control. And then, oh, it was Pete. Pete was his name. And then he, 30 years later, when I looked him up on Facebook, he had a lot of health complications. So that's a bummer. Like, don't, I don't know, take care of yourself. That's all. Ricky asks Tiffany, well, what do you think about this? Like, about what Nikki says. And Tiffany says something, but it is so quiet that even the, the close, it's not even like, oh, the, cl- the closed captioning couldn't understand it correctly. Like the closed captioning didn't even pick it up, let alone make out what she said. I don't, uh, something like, I don't care what she's talking about. She got a problem. It's not me. Okay. I'm overweight. Yes. We all see this, but she has known me since I was this small and I've been overweight my whole life. So why should it matter now? I'm grown. <laughs> Ricky's like, ask her that. So Tiffany turns her head slightly to the left and is like, why now? And now we see Tiffany's little stat card, 19 years old, telemarketer, Illinois. Nikki says, well, because of her health. And then Ricky says, what does breaking the seat in your uncle's car have to do with health? And Nikki's like, she's too big. And Tiffany's like, but dang. You had to tell the whole Ricky Lake show about the tractor? <laughs> it's kind of a fair point. Or the track, I don't know, tractor? Tractor. <laughs> I don't know what this vehicle was. Even Ricky was like, it's a track, track, tracker? Is a tracker a type of truck? It was hard to understand. Nikki says, well, yeah. Well, that should tell you, go ahead and lose weight. Ricky asks Tiffany, how she feels about Nikki's comments. And she says it hurts her a bit, but people have been making comments her whole life, so it doesn't really bother her. Ricky explains that <laughs> Tiffany would probably love to be skinny if she could snap her fingers, but that's not the reality. And if you're her friend, you should support her no matter how much she weighs. And again, I was like, it is possible to lose weight though. Like if you do want it, you, you could, you could do it. Was Janelle 270 something? I have so many thoughts in my head. <laughs> so sorry, guys. What I also wanted to say was I think that the reason that I have maybe an unpopular opinion where I'm like, okay, yes, this isn't the solution, but I don't know if we, <laughs> I don't know. Like, we, I don't know, you, you should lose weight if you're overweight. I know someone in my life who over their lifetime has had two good friends really really good friends and they were both very overweight and they both didn't take care of like they'd made no effort basically to do anything about it they just continued eating junk food and not exercising even though it was brought to their attention many times that this was a a point of concern and then they started having health complications because of it and they still did nothing and then they passed away and what's I mean obviously that's sad for them also I think about the person in my life that I'm more connected to who lost two friends to obesity and so I probably have more empathy for the I don't know quote-unquote skinny people I guess on this episode where they're like you you have to do something like you can't just go on this way 
Tiffany's 19, which is young. I don't expect that Tiffany's going to keel over tomorrow, but it is a, it, it's, it's a problem. Like, it's, if it's not a problem today, it could be a problem. Same as, like, if you're, I don't know, maybe your friend smokes cigarettes, and you're like, you shouldn't do that. You're going to die. And, like, don't stop being their friend, but maybe keep bringing it up. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, you don't want your friend to die either, right? Like, it's a thin line I guess I think the reason Ricky is mad or the reason she feels able to come down on these people so hard is that she's like okay but the solution is not to ditch your friend when they need you because they have a problem and I'm fine with that I just wish that we wouldn't keep hand waving away their concerns about their friend's health an audience member says that they agree with Ricky. I got away from that a little bit on my own tangent, but Ricky had said that you should support your friends no matter what they look like or how much they weigh. Uh, I agree with that. The audience says, I agree with you. The two skinny people, all you've given them is negative things. Try some positive reasons to lose weight again. The, uh, <laughs> if I stop with the friendship quotes at a certain point, I might have to stop with the audience questions because there are only so many ways to say you should be friends for what they are on the inside and not on the outside. And we're going to hear that in different words, probably like maybe 10 more times. So maybe I'll start skipping those. Or I'll read them in a funny voice. Maybe that'll be fun. <laughs> so another person has a question for the two so-called skinny ones. What would happen? <laughs> what, they, what they say is, what would happen if the wheels were turned and you were the overweight one and they didn't want to be seen in public with you? think tables or we can turn wheels or we can turn tables but this isn't a place where we should be turning wheels uh they say okay because <laughs> now they break it down they're like uh to nikki they're like you're okay you're a little skinny but but you to vicky you're not skinny <laughs> it's like, okay ricky says ricky really helps these audience people out to say the same thing over and over Ricky says, well, I think what you're saying is, can you put yourself in their shoes? And then Nikki tells us that she used to be fat herself. And Tiffany corroborates this with like a, yeah, she used to be fat. And Ricky says, well, then you should know what she's going through. And Nikki's like, but I wasn't that big. And Tiffany's like, no, nah, she wasn't that big, but she was fat. <laughs> very fun tiffany also seems like a good time i'd love to hang out with tiffany nikki looks like she wouldn't be as much fun to hang out with now we meet nikki's cousin lindy i lindy maybe it's because lindy was pretty i've never heard the word lindy before or the word the name lindy before but i i kind of liked it or it just suited her really well she is on tiffany's side we get that more more of that frenetic midi tones thrown at us as she's walking out. Lindy has a similar outfit to Tiffany's outfit. Actually, it's in the same color. It's just a different cut. And she also has an updo. She has the fanciest of all these three updos with lots of squiggles. All the squiggles. More of a pattern than Nikki has. Squiggles all over. Like, Nikki obviously had one squiggle that was sort of squiggled around up to the top, but she's got, like, circles she's got a whole design made out of these squiggles I, I I feel like Lindy had her hair done at a salon 
And then Nikki was like, oh, I can do that. And she tried to copy it. And Tiffany was like, yeah, I like that, but I'm not going for the squiggles. I know I can't do that. (laughs) And here they all are. And they're all friends together, I guess. Like they're all in the same group of friends. And Lindy says it's embarrassing to her. Because if we're all out and Nikki's making rude comments, now people are looking at me. Like, well, that's your cousin. Nikki's your best friend. Nikki's your cousin. Why are you, why is she such a bitch? <laughs> now people are judging Lindy as a bitch for bringing Nikki into that circle. Lindy's also 19 years old, says manager, Illinois. That's a little sus because if you're a manager at 19 years old, I have a feeling that is at a fast food establishment or maybe like a... I almost said Le Chateau and then I was like, are people outside of Canada going to know what a Le Chateau is? Like, um, I don't know. Do they even have malls anymore? What's a mall store? Like a small, like American, no, she would never be in charge of an American Eagle. That's too big. A smaller, a small, what is it like? Airy, A-E-R-I-E. Like not full on American Eagle. The smaller little mall thing of American Eagle where there's like one or two people working at a time that I think is probably what you're a manager of if you're a manager at 19 but maybe not I don't know maybe she's a boss ass bitch I like Lindy I'm not trying to shade her Ricky asks Lindy what she wants to say to Nikki and Lindy says basically Nikki, it's all bull because we've been friends so long. Why now? We've all been on diets, joined gyms. She's been heavy all her life. If we did all these things and she's still the same, she's happy about it. She's not ugly. She's not a bad person. Every day she has a good attitude. I could see if she was just a big slob, sit on the couch and don't care and just eat, eat, eat. But it's not like that, which was a really great perspective because we don't, I don't know Tiffany, like maybe, you know, and that is something that (laughs) this episode is trying to address specifically is like don't make assumptions about people just because they're overweight I love getting that insight into Tiffany that's awesome I'm glad Lindy's here and that is different because like I said I don't know it just it helps inform my opinion because I said my the person I know their friends as far as I know did very little to lose the weight Ricky says that she noticed she looks around and she's like I noticed the audience is being really politically correct today but earlier when we were talking about how Tiffany broke the tractor slash tracker chair, everyone was laughing. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. Like, but I don't know. And then Lindy actually makes it funnier <laughs> because she clarifies that Tiffany, that they were all in the car and Tiffany was in the front seat. I guess it's because Lindy and Nikki are cousins and Nikki did say they were in her uncle's car. So this is in Lindy's dad's car. Nikki, Lindy, Tiffany, I don't know who was driving, but Tiffany, she said, was in the front seat, like the front passenger seat, and a song, like some jam came on, they were like, oh my god, it's my jam, so they all started like dancing, bopping, getting into it, and then the bottom part of the chair broke, but like, I don't know, Lindy says it it could have happened to anyone, like they were all just going ham in there, (laughs) so it sounds like they were a little, little wild, they're 19, that sounds fun, I'd love to hang out with uh, Tiffany and I'd love to hang out with Lindy I guess Nikki could be there so Ricky asks Nikki are you basically saying the friendship is over and Nikki says yeah basically because I want her to lose weight and Tiffany puts one hand up and she's like see ya <laughs> bye 
Um, we got another friendship quote. It's stupid. Maybe I'll read it in that voice. Um, was the 90s instructional voice, Kaylu. Give me a sec. Instead of loving your enemies, treat your friends a little better. <laughs> there you go. Hashtag put these on Insta. Now we meet Trevor. Trevor looks like a dweeb. He's got the ramp hair going on and blonde. Not a dyed blonde. Yes, natural blonde. I think he's got transition lenses. Listen, if you have transition lenses and you like them, you like them. That's great for you. I think they make people look like dweebs. But that's just me. And <laughs> Actually, it's not just me. I think a lot of people feel that way. But that's fine. If you love them and you live an active life and you don't want to have... I get it. I have like 18 pairs of glasses. I was wearing a pair of sunglasses on top of my prescription glasses for years. <laughs> I only just got prescription sunglasses. If you're happy, I'm happy for you. You know, it's fine. It's just, I think they don't look good. Trevor has one of those weird shirts. I don't know what they're called. I've never heard any word for them, but I don't even know if it was a 90s thing because you know what? I just saw a whole rack of these. I, I don't remember if it was Walmart or Canadian Tire. <laughs> Shout out to Canadian Tire if you're not in Canada. It's like a, I don't know, hardware store, Walmart chain. It's Walmart-ish, I guess. It's just more geared towards hardware stuff. They got a lot of shit though. Anyway, they had a whole rack of these sweaters, but it was in the camping section. And I was like, is this a camping thing? I guess like it's like a knit material, but it looks real scratchy, like some kind of wool thing. And then there's always there's all different colors and all different kinds of, not all different patterns. It's always a stripey pattern, I feel, but there's always lots of small like narrow horizontal stripes going on somewhere on it they're always in these really ugly colors they have hoods on them and then they're like a big open kind of v-neck maybe with like a shoestring situation they're very specific but I have no idea what they're called Trevor's friend David, we see backstage, is the cutest, happiest looking guy you've ever seen. His charisma just, like, it, it just, I can feel it all the way through the screen. Two screens, because he's backstage. <laughs> so, like, he is, he just looks like a fun person. And I have a feeling that these two are actually maybe more a romantic couple than best friends. I kind of feel like I... I want, I'm going to go back on that probably in a minute, but uh, just some of the things they said, or they, it seemed like they were stopping themselves from saying more, where I was like, uh, what were you going to say, though? <laughs> like, I don't know. So, Ricky, <laughs> I don't know, sets this up, I guess. Trevor says his friend David weighs over 350 pounds and that he can no longer deal with the sneers and jeers that go along with being his friend. Here's something better to feel, Trevor. His friend weighs over 350 pounds and he's very concerned about the longevity and future health ramifications of weighing over 350 pounds, which are real. But anyway, she she does she says the first thing. And she says, Trevor, tell me why it's tell me why is David's weight a problem for you? <laughs> very pointed. Trevor says, well, Ricky, 
I don't always write that, but I want you guys to know that most of the time, what, like the first thing that people say on this show is, well, Ricky, like, everyone's like going to give Ricky the lowdown. Well, Ricky, he is my bestest friend in the whole world, but he's putting his health at risk. And he has his mom at home who's really obese and she has a compressed disc and now she's on oxygen. So you'd think he would get the message from that. And as his friend, I feel like hanging out with him and not saying anything, you know, really is not being a good friend. So I want to basically end the friendship so he doesn't have to keep on eating. Trevor, I was right with you until that last sentence. I don't, I don't, what, what? <laughs> he can, doesn't have to keep on eating. Didn't make sense. I would have something, I, yeah, he goes on with more nonsense. I would have something that's going to push him. So leverage? Should you be leveraging your friends like to change their behavior? <laughs> we go to the gym, he says, and he just gives up. He waits for the treadmill and he just throws up his hands. He's like, meh. He's like, he works out with Richard Simmons maybe once a week. And I was like, that's kind of rude. Because I feel like now you just, you didn't have to say Richard Simmons. Like now that gave us all a, a visual in our heads. And I think that's rude. Every time, it wasn't a flattering visual that came into my head when I imagined David, who again, love David. I feel he probably doesn't look his best when he's grooving to the oldies uh, with Richard Simmons. And Trevor says that every time he calls David, David's always eating fast food and watching videos for like six hours. And the whole time that Ricky, or sorry, the whole time he's talking, Ricky is staring at him in open disgust she's just looking at him like a gross bug and she's like ugh. ricky says well let me just try to think about how david feels <laughs> teaching trevor how to be a human she says the way i look today right now i don't really feel comfortable going into a gym either and getting on a treadmill so for him at 350 pounds imagine how challenging that is and Trevor's like, yeah, but I even just, you know, I'll invite him for a walk and he just stays home. No, I'm going to, uh, you know, stay home and whatever, not go for a walk. We have this little Chiron under Trevor that says, Trevor says David is too fat to be his friend. From all of this, I for, honestly, David seems happy when he's out on stage, but you never really know. And from David's behavior that we're hearing about, it sounds like he might be depressed and I don't know if an ultimatum is the way to go when your friend is depressed Trevor confirms that he's willing to end the friendship for David's sake and he says well if he wants to commit to a program I'd be more than happy to now David comes out he's wearing a big stripy vest David is larger he is definitely over 350 pounds I could see that David says, comes out there like, what do you think? He's like, it's just so misleading what he says. He says he makes it sound like he invites me out all the time. Let's go to the gym. It's not like that. Or, or like I'm eating all the time. And I know it seems that way. Like every time I'm like, mm, it's dinner. And then Trevor calls. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, shit. It's just like it always works out that way that he happens to call when I'm up, like when I'm eating. And he says we, that they used to live really close to each other and now they live a bit farther away. He says we try to get together all the time when we have time off, but on my time off, I don't want to do the things he's doing. The gyms are stupid. They're so pathetic. Everybody there is so anorexically ugly. It's just so 
Ew. <laughs> okay. Is that Cher from Clueless? <laughs> like, not that I, oh my God, not that I should talk about that, but I, it was, I don't know, David's a cutie. Ricky's like, well, what do you think about this ultimatum? And David's like, it's really sad, because, but I know he doesn't feel like that. He just doesn't. Look <laughs> at his little stat card. David, 25 years old, Usher from California. And my first thought was like, David, are you working at a movie theater as an usher at 25 years old? Sounds like you might have some life changes <laughs> to make or like maybe that's why you feel depressed. Like maybe or do you feel like you're not living up to your potential as a 25 year old movie theater usher? But then I thought maybe he's like a theater usher. I definitely could have seen that about like, I don't know, he just was really friendly and welcoming, and he would be a good, really good usher. There'd be a lot of wa- walking, I would think, and stairs. I, but, okay, I mean, I don't know, I've had jobs like that too, where you're like, oh, I'm walking all day, but you're not. <laughs> it's not enough. David's like, well, I know you don't want to give up what we have, and Trevor said... I put on 20 pounds and I'm not blaming you. Like he's like right away. He's like, I'm not blaming you. And David's like, I should fucking hope not. (laughs) Idiot. Uh, He goes on. He's like, but when we get together, I love to eat too. And I feel like if we maybe spent some time apart and you would commit to a program and David's like, but do you actually think it's because of my eating though? Or is it for other reasons that we're not hanging out? And Trevor says, I love getting together with you and eating. Don't get me wrong. And David's like, that's for sure. And gives an eye roll where I was like, what does that mean? Why, why the eye roll? Like that sounded like he was alluding. It wasn't just what he said. It was his tone of voice and the eye roll that made it seem like he was alluding to something more or something other than eating or maybe eating something different. Wink, wink. I that came out way cruder than I meant it to. I'm sorry. He says, I mean, last night, let me say this. At this point, he out-eats me. Trevor says, but I like to go to the gym and I like to do aerobics. And then David says, and I do too, but I like, I like to do it at my gym, not your gym. Why can't we do it at my gym? And Trevor's like, well, it's kind of far. And David's like, okay, and your gym is way out of my way. Which again... Sounds like it's a geography situation. That's David's take anyway. He's like, I think we're not hanging out as much as we used to because we live farther apart than we used to. But Trevor seems to think it's like a choice because of that, that Trevor's making because of David's weight. An audience member comments, Mumble Mumble Marble Mouth McGee thinks the skinny people are putting their friends down to try to feel better about themselves. And David's like, no, I don't think that's what's going on here. Like, I Trevor doesn't have low self-esteem. He's not that kind of person. And then Ricky, in a pure Jenny Jones move, sets up Trevor for exactly what she just bitched out Nikki for doing by asking Trevor if there's been any broken furniture. Wait, so you, so you do want to hear about the broken furniture? Or you don't? Like, why would you even bring that up? She must have been prompted, I would think, by production because it just seems to really go... Again, she just bitched out Nikki for bringing up the broken furniture and now she's asking Trevor if David's broken any furniture. Trevor enthusiastic... He does jump right in. (laughs) With both feet, he falls right into it. He's like, 
Trevor, he, sorry, he tells us that David broke an antique couch or chair or something at his parents' house. And David's like, I'm sorry, that might as well, might as well have been made out of wicker. That was look and don't touch furniture, okay? (laughs) And then Ricky shouts at Trevor that David seems happy with himself. Trevor bitches that when he drives David somewhere, it fucks up the alignment in his car. And David retorts, I can't help it if he can't afford a bigger car. He's got one of these little Barbie dream cars and he like mimics driving a little car. It's very funny. He says, uh, he kind of mumbles it a little bit, but he says it's it's a Miata, a Mazda Miata, a car I know. Well, I don't have one, but, but they're small cars. That's for sure. They're not, I wonder how much they can even carry. Like I wonder if we're, you know, coming up on like the, rated weight that you're supposed to put in that vehicle it's just so small it's not even about david like lots of lots of people are big and if you had two people i don't know but mazda's mazda miatas are small cars uh they are kind of expensive though maybe it's an old one i don't know uh someone in the audience says i look at you guys and i see happy people i've guessed to the quote unquote fat people he says that and then he's like but you other ones are you really true friends you're supposed to be there for them and then david's like yeah be there for me be there for me be there for me and ricky's like not today he's not which didn't quite land there was just too much going on trevor says i don't want to see you have a heart attack man and david's like i don't want to see me having a heart attack neither (laughs) yeah i i also feel that way Lindy says, Lindy from the last one, from the three of them, says, I want to go back to what they were saying about putting people down to make themselves feel better. I feel like for Nikki, it was more about the attention at first and she was getting jokes. And now it's like, I I guess it's, it's still for the laughs. I guess it's still for the laughs, but I know it sounds crazy, but now it's like more from a place of care. I She was like, I do think it comes from a place of care because now... It's not as many, like, jokes, but just for herself because she's getting older. Ricky misses the point of that entirely and says, yeah, and it hurts. Even if it's funny, it still hurts. (laughs) Nobody ever thought that it didn't. Nikki tells everyone that the other night Tiffany got really sick and they had to take her to the hospital. She was having real bad chest pains. And Tiffany asks the doctor, does this have anything to do with my weight? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it does. And the doctor said that his biggest fear, like that was his biggest fear for Tiffany too, or something like that. I don't know. Nikki says she's overworking her heart and we're young and I don't want to see her go down like that. And Ricky's like, but see, see, you don't want to see her at all because you said you don't want to be her friend anymore. (laughs) Nikki's like, well, I don't know. Maybe if I tell her that, maybe she will try to lose something. And Tiffany's like, okay, that did happen, but where were we going when I started having chest pains? We were going to eat. <laughs> and Ricky's like, I don't see the connection. Food is a hard one because, like, you do need to eat. Like, you you do need to eat. That's still important for your life. We got another friendship quote. Ready? The differences between friends cannot but reinforce their friendship. Good. We're all good. There's your third Instagram hashtag meme moment. (laughs) Motivation Monday. Brian's here now. 
a new person. He says, Chris has gained too much weight and cares nothing about his appearance. And Ricky asks, how does Chris's appearance affect you, though? Same question that we've asked everybody so far. Like, yeah, okay, maybe they don't look great. How does that affect you, though? Brian (laughs) says, well, we go out to the show or to eat and Chris comes down in an open flannel shirt with a small shirt underneath, which is bulge showing. I assume he meant tummy bulge and not dick bulge. Because <laughs> that'd be weird. Ricky says, so you're willing to end the friendship because he wears his shirt open? <laughs> Brian says, no, there's more reasons. When I try to tell him about his weight and health problems, he says, well, I think I look fine, so I'm not worried about that. Now we make we meet Chris who comes out in a huge oversized Chicago Bulls windbreaker. Which really takes the sales out of Brian's argument because I think anybody wearing that would look tiny because it was so fucking big and shapeless. And Ricky's like tricked, I guess. Or I don't I have no idea what Chris looks like. He does not look fat in what he's wearing, but what he's wearing is what I would wear if I were trying not to look fat. Ricky's like, hello? He's not fat. (laughs) And then Chris says that Brian's jealous, that's all. An audience person says to all the skinny friends, I think y'all have a conflict problem because your friend that you may end up looking like them, but you know what? They're beautiful people compared to you. Why do I even read these things? Because they don't fucking make sense. Somebody else says, I'm sorry... But I have to take side with the skinny friends. Ooh, this was big. This isn't the only person that's on their side other than halfway me. Again, I don't believe in, like, abandoning friends for this reason. But I do think that if you weigh more than 350 pounds, you should lose weight for your own benefit. Uh, Go on. They're taking sides with the skinny friends. Y'all are really large. This is where she lost me. And birds of a feather flock together. If your friends... Like, if you're with friends that are kind of big, you know. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Neither The audience starts booing wildly at her. And also I noticed, I don't know why this mattered, but the man sitting behind her was in a full dashiki with, like, the hat and the whole thing. Ricky's like, okay, I have to commend you for your honesty. It's great that you're expressing your obviously unpopular opinion. But do you really think the best way to help them lose weight is to dump them? And they're like, well, I mean, maybe it'll help them. Maybe they'll realize they're too big. You're too big. You're large. (laughs) David starts going back and forth with her. And it was, it sucks because it was too hard to follow. Like, he said something that I could almost make out. But then she responded with something I couldn't make out. And then he responded with something I couldn't make out. But at the end of it, she's like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. And like... Like, you just burnt her so bad and she just accepted it. She was like, yeah, yeah, all right, fair. She just, like, puts her hands up, accepts that she burnt. And she just sits back down with Grace, which was nice. An audience audience member with a mullet in a light brown vest over a light blue t-shirt says, for all the thin people, what if they die? And... I mean, eventually they will die, but what if they die and you're not around and then you find out, then you're going to feel guilty. You didn't stick around to help out. Diane says, that is a good point. I mm, Kind of like I, that would be the argument 
or an argument I might use if somebody was like, I don't know, where do we draw the line? Like if somebody was addicted, addicted to drugs and you were like, if this is so hurtful, like this is, you are harming yourself so much. I can't watch it. I know that I don't think that it's a good idea, but I know that a lot of people in like intervention situations do put that down as like a consequence uh, yeah, I, I would I would use this as an argument against that because I would I would say well if, if they do die regard like then it's just a waste of time because it didn't help you it didn't help them at all for you to cut them off and they still died anyway so what benefit was that? I mean heroin's different because anyway but whatever <laughs> sorry I'm sorry that I dug myself into this hole and I can't find a way out. Diane says she beat Vicky running to the terminal at the airport which kind of came out of nowhere but I like that. An audience member says, you're supposed to love them unconditionally, interior, exterior. I'm, not, I'm sure they, I'm sure there are habits the skinny people have that the overweight people are also embarrassed about. We get Chris's little thing. He's 18. These guys are babies. 18, sales associate, Missouri. And I'm looking at Chris and like, maybe he's a sales associate, but I feel like that might be code for drug dealer. That's rude of me to say. I'm not trying to say. It's just sales associate. 18? Maybe. I'm maybe. I got kind of a drug dealer vibe from him. Ricky asked Brian how he's going to. She's like, yeah, that's a good point. How are you going to lose when you lose? Or how are you going to feel when you lose your best friend? And then Chris is like, he already lost me. He's <laughs> like, bam. And... Chris has just has snake face on for most of the skinny people have when they realize how strongly the tide is against them, they get real stank faces on their faces. Uh, and then I think Chris says that he used he was like, I'm just using Brian. He's not my friend anyway. <laughs> and then Ricky asks if that's the truth. Brian's like, Well, that's news to me, but that's cool though. And then I was like, why are you here? Why is anyone here? Like, you don't have to be... For what? Like, Chris doesn't look like he wants to be here. No, Brian doesn't look like he wants to be here. Chris doesn't look fat. Chris says they weren't even real true friends to begin with. So he could not give less fucks about Brian's friendship. He he doesn't feel... Like, he's faking it. He's lying to Brian. He's also an asshole in that way, but okay. Ricky asks if that's the truth. That also, okay, and if anything, honestly, that kind of made me think that Chris was a drug dealer even more because I think it's kind of common in that scene to view relationships more as, like, transactional. What are you going to do for me? So the fact that Chris is saying, like, I wasn't really your friend, I was just using you for something kind of made me think that it just furthered my opinion that that might be the situation. And then Ricky kind of tries to like set Chris up, one of her audience members. I don't know. Brian comment. I think Brian's kind of like, okay, his outfit is very baggy. If he was wearing tight clothes, I think you all would feel differently. The next friendship quote we get. Wherever you are, it is your own friends who make your world. Up next, Tamika. Tamika, I love that word, I love that name, it's fun to say. Tamika is in a power suit with her hair pulled tight back in a low poop style bun. She's got this thick chain necklace on. Uh, under Tamika, it says 22 year old student, South Carolina. She's here with her friend, Dominic. 
she says that Dominic lives between a Burger King and a Wendy's, and she complains that, like, Tim, uh, Tamika's the one always doing the cooking, and Dominic's always on her. She's like, what are you making? What are you going to make later? What am I going to eat? What are we going to eat? <laughs> um, and then Ricky says, so because she likes food, you're going to stop being friends with her. <laughs> Tamika's like, she likes to eat, but when we're together, like... We're always in the house when we're together because we never go out together. And Ricky's like, why that? Like, she cuts, she's not even done her sentence, really, Tamika. But Ricky's like, why don't you go out together? And Tamika's like, basically, if we're out, I'm out. She comes over. She's like, mm, let me have some of those fries. You going to finish that? Like, she's like, it's like a fucking crack addiction. And then Dominique comes out. And guess what? She's not fat either. <laughs> Ricky asks Tamika if she's crazy. <laughs> because... She's not fat. <laughs> Ricky says, actually, the girl's not fat. <laughs> Tamika's like, well, she has lost some weight recently. An audience member, I guess Tamika comes out, and they're like, you are not fat, girl. And then she does have a good, a really good point. Actually, Maybe one of the better points in this whole thing <laughs> is that she's 18. The audience person is 18 and goes to college and she says it's really hard to lose weight on a college campus because there is fast food everywhere you go and everywhere you look and there it's hard to make your own food and there's just instant gratification options everywhere you look so yeah it's not it's not an easy time to lose weight which is absolutely true did i gain like 20 or 30 pounds in first year absolutely i did fair point tamika Ugh, and I just, I don't, I like the name Tamika, but Tamika seems like a real bitch. So the audience member says that, like, again, great, great valid point about how hard it is to lose weight at college. And then Tamika's like, sweetheart, when we exercise, bitch, if someone called me sweetheart like that, I'd punch them. <laughs> like, I'm not even like that, but fuck you. Don't call me sweetheart. I'm not your fucking sweetheart, Tamika sweetheart when we exercise she doesn't have to look on she can join in with us I don't want to see her get too big <laughs> then Ricky says that Dominic looks skinnier than Tamika which is kind of true and Tamika says again that Dominic Dominic has lost weight like maybe 20 pounds recently and that Tamika has actually gained weight and Tamika commends Dominic for losing weight so why are you here like you're like I can't be your friend unless you lose weight which you're already doing so what are you talking about what's the point of any of this now our special celebrity guest big air quotes on celebrity our celebrity guest is the star of the hit show first time out it's Jackie Guerra. Jackie Guerra is also, I guess, what we'd call plus size. So I think that's why she's here. And it also, when I was looking up who the fuck she was supposed to be, because I've never heard of this person in my life, I saw she was also, or she also, she was born on July 25th, which is the same as, I don't know, like 10% of all people I know. <laughs> For some reason, that's just a super popular birthday. So I noticed it. And it... I looked up this show, or I looked up her IMDb. It was pretty scant. <laughs> it's, uh, 
the the show first time out was the main thing. It was only thirteen episodes long in nineteen ninety five, and she has not done really anything since. Before that, she was on one episode of Sister Sister as Marge. <laughs> it's kind of rude. I don't know Marge. Marge invites the image of a bigger person. I think Ricky throws to Jackie for advice. Jackie is fully with the audience. She gets way up on a soapbox. Again, I can't talk because I live on a soapbox. But she gets right on up a, on a soapbox and she makes this an issue of discrimination, which I again, don't don't ditch your friends if they're struggling with something, but I don't know if it's discrimination. Because they are friends, so they do know the person. It's not like, I don't know. Ricky and Jackie both think that the health thing is a red herring. Which is, again, the biggest reason I can't fully be on their sides. Because the health thing is still a thing. It's still an issue. We can't just sweep it aside because they're like, well, that's not really why you're mad. It's like, well, maybe, but it's still a problem. Jackie talks about her experience uh, with an eating disorder and how she had to stop living up to other people's expectations. She doesn't want to call any of the quote-unquote skinny people here friends um, because she thinks they're shitty friends. Jackie tells Diane and Vicky that she doubts Diane helped get Vicky off drugs by ridiculing her and cutting her off, which is a great point. Like, (laughs) yeah, for sure, Diane... You're a bitch. No, Diane's nice. Vicky, you're a bitch. Ricky goes back to talk to not Juliette Lewis, who, if you if you didn't know from the fact that I said she was wearing a white long sleeve crop top, she is very tiny. She's a tiny person. <laughs> the least sensitive way. She says that she also she can she she also gets a lot of comments about being too skinny and it hurts her feelings, so she can relay it. <laughs> sit down bitch like shut up David I don't know David helps her out because he's a nice man he's like yeah I had a roommate who was under 100 pounds and then he's like it was the worst roommate situation ever because I was always too hot and she was always too cold and I was like that is directly related to your weight I think but okay um and he's like oh she said the same thing like there's always a joke about her or sorry, there's always jokes, um, I don't know, made at her expense for being too skinny. And so she also felt like she could relate. He also makes a joke about, like, for the roommate situation. He's like, of course, we. she's a great roommate. Of course, we don't share clothes. <laughs> okay. Jackie says that Tiffany has a great attitude and a good friend in Lindy. And she says to Nikki, <laughs> in a weird way, where thing, I, I feel like Nikki... I don't know. I feel like this was a really weird turn. This is the kind of thing I would say and people would be like, you're so weird for saying that. It was a good point. It was a weird thing to say. Jackie says to Nikki, what do you care what she looks like unless you're looking to have a three-way? It's like, what? Okay. That's a weird direction to take. Uh, Nikki looks fucking pissed. Like, she looks homophobia pissed at that and says that she's married. Now, Ricky says that she would love it if Tiffany and David could drive around rocking out in a car, which 
seemed rude. Like, it seemed like she was making them the joke. Like, when she's saying stuff, like, like I was like, I I guess I'd love that too, but I I don't know if it's as kind as you think it is. David makes another joke about it. He's like, well, we couldn't go in and my fucking friends should ask Miata because <laughs> it would never hold us. Just true. An audience person's like, blah, blah, I'm from Denmark. I love you. What kind of friends are you? Inside, not outside. You know what? <laughs> you know that, right? You fill in the blanks based on all the other things I said. Not Denmark. We haven't talked about Denmark yet. She was from Denmark. She wanted us to know that. Brian may, tries to make some kind of point about something, and Chris says something back. Mumble, mumble. Who fucking knows? Uh, somebody says, this is now we're really getting into the nitty gritty. Like, these are the last people that Ricky came to for comments. She said, friends are hard to find. I don't know what you're going to do without your friends. A friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two things. First, Ricky says, it's insulting to me that you think she's overweight and he's overweight. Like, for Chris and... Oh, that other one. Voyant, Tamika's friend, Dominique. Uh, she's offended that anyone is calling those two people fat because they are absolutely not fat. Fair. Uh, somebody else in the audience, like, a, a friend you need is a friend indeed. Nope. So if you could still keep together, that'd be nice. <laughs> okay. Next person, it doesn't matter what you say, it's how you say it. So kind of an approach uh, suggestion there. Somebody else says, I think all the people on this stage should take a lesson from each other. What? Don't understand. Like, yeah, these are the bottom of the barrel fucking comments, obviously. You, you protect them and you help them lose weight. Okay. Then we get the audience comment of the day with a lot of fanfare. And it goes to... The possible lesbian in a Canadian tuxedo. <laughs> she acts so excited. She well, she gets flowers and she gets a comment of the day trophy. And Ricky's like, what do you think of that? And then she says, I want to go to Disney World. <laughs> why? why? <laughs> I don't know. Like, you, no, you got a trophy and flowers. You don't, you, you pay for your own trip to Disney World. <laughs> And then Ricky, who had two bouquets of flowers, says, actually, today is a very special day. We never do this, but we're giving out an extra award. It's the Hair of the Day Award, and it goes to this guy. <laughs> she gives it to a really awkward-looking teenager, like male-presenting teen male teenager, who has pink hair. It's kind of like a hot pink hair, though, in a Chicago Bulls jersey. Honestly, it was the squiggles. I would have, I would have given it to the squiggles on Lindy's head, but sure. For the outro, Ricky's sitting all cash on the stairs that are on her stage. <laughs> she gives a final thought. It's not a Jerry Springer final. I'm gonna have to go back to Jerry next week. It's not. I, just, I don't care as much about it as I care about Jerry, so I didn't write it out. But she ends with, "Am I right? I'm right." <laughs> Okay. Uh, and then for the end, when they're running the end credits, the music and stuff, uh, David and Trevor and Lindy are dancing on stage. And it's pretty cute. It looked fun. It looked like they were all having a fun time. So that was kind of a fun way to end it. And that's it. Am I right? I'm right. It's over. 
Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you enjoyed this and you can do me a really, really, really quick solid, if you could do a rate and or review and or subscribe, I would appreciate it beyond words. And if you've already done that, thank you so, 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 so much. You can connect with me on Facebook at Reality Roots Pod, which is a profile, or you can email me at realityrootspod at gmail.com. Love hearing from you, so definitely reach out to me and have a great day and live your life and uh, take care of yourself. Okay, bye.